Hey, welcome back. And thanks for stopping by to listen to today's episode. This is Amy Stevens, your host, and you're listening to the Balance Your Mind, Body, and Business podcast, the show that gets you ready for your day, whether it's being at your desk or just trying to deal with people. If you're an introvert like me and love a quick message before heading into the office, I have a great lineup for you each week. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I am here with Patricia Dunn of Crafter. And Patricia, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule and being here and talking with us about Crafter. When I first read your information, I was like, oh, she's got a good business here and I want to bring her on. So I'm glad that you were able to make time in your busy life to be here and share your information. So give me a little bit of feedback here first in regards to what exactly Crafter is. So Crafter is an online platform that connects customers looking for original artwork of all kinds to artists and creators and makers who can essentially make it for them. That's fantastic because there's a lot of artists, those creative mentality individuals who have a hard time really marketing themselves. There's kind of this quote unquote, you're not good enough feel. And because of that, they prevent themselves from really getting their name and their wares or their works out there into the world. So is that a big chunk of what you do to support your artists? Absolutely. So a lot of artists will be very introverted or they call it a lot of times in marketing like imposter syndrome where, oh, I'm not nearly as good as, you know, people tell me. And it's like, but you are, (laughs) you are good. You know, so I do my best to support all my different members on whatever level they're on right now. So if they're comfortable doing live interviews, I support them there. And if not, then I do lives by myself and tell everyone else how amazing they are. So it just depends on where they are. (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. And I think that's really a great kind of cheerleading. It's like you're the cheerleader in the background, giving them support and kind of nudging them to get themselves out there into the world. But I also want to let our listeners know that you're not just giving support to the artists, but those who want to maybe have a commissioned piece or kind of talk about that from a a consumer standpoint. Yeah. So a lot of people are kind of, I've learned very shy about having, when you say original or custom artwork, a lot of people go, oh my gosh, that must be like a million dollars. And there's no way that seems very daunting and challenging. And it's not. What I try to show our customers is we walk them through a very easy process of talking to our artists who are wonderful people who are vetted as well, by the way. And they walk through the process and you can have artwork that is not a million dollars and is beautiful. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be something that's scary. So when you mentioned that you vet your artists that you are basically promoting, are they of a specific type of medium? Is it all types of medium? So it's all different types. So we have calligraphers, photographers, painters, embroidery, crochet. I mean, it's all different types. So when I say vet, we have all of our artists, when they apply to Crafter, they submit all of at least three examples of their work. So I know that it's not somebody that's just saying that that they do work on their own or they show me their social media or sometimes they have a personal website and I can go through and go, okay, this person really is 
good at what they do and I form a relationship with them, get to know them. And that way I know whoever's joining the site isn't somebody that's going to be not a good fit. (laughs) That's a nice way to put it. Yes. It's making sure that they have the time and the effort (laughs) to grow their business as well. If they're serious, it's not just a hobby, like a hobby would be on Etsy. (laughs) And so understanding that you're not just being commissioned to do a piece, but you are actually being paid. So yes, yeah, it's, we want them to be reliable and everyone we have on the site, I've been so fortunate has been not only very supportive, but very dependable. And that's what we want. We want people that are on top of it and really being amazing to our customers. So how long has Crafter been around? I launched Crafter September last year. So we are a new company. So I don't even know how many months that is. (laughs) So not quite a year. We're not quite a year old yet. (laughs) That's fantastic though. And for you taking that leap of faith. And so can I assume that you're an artist yourself? Surprisingly, I'm not a very good artist. (laughs) I I am not an artist myself. The way that I came about to Crafter was I was a very career-driven person, became a stay-at-home mom, and I tried to sell artwork through other platforms for my family because they are not very technology savvy. And so I went and tried to sell. Well, it was a struggle and it was frustrating. And there were tons of fees and other things that weren't great. And I also knew so many people in my professional life that could make all these beautiful things. And I also, on the other hand, from the customer standpoint, knew all these people that had, you know, like Pinterest boards where you have all this, these like projects you want to do and you, all these things you're like, these look amazing, but you're not going to do them. I'm not trying to be mean. You're just not, (laughs) you know what I mean? You're like, I would love this thing. You put it on a pin, never going to look at it again. I thought, how can we bring these people together? Right. How can we have them come together and say, I want this because it's an amazing product. And then the artists say, well, I can make that for you. Save you the tools, supplies, the time. Just, you know, connect those people together. (laughs) I think that's brilliant. And making those connections is one of the things that's really fun as an entrepreneur myself, where when you read or hear about somebody and you're like, oh, well, I know somebody who would be a good fit for this person. And yes just kind of having that, that domino effect of connecting people. I love doing that. Something I've always done well as I can pat myself on the back for that. So if I was to commission one of your artists, kind of give Mm -hmm. me the process. So let's say it's it's for a painting that Mm -hmm. is going to go on a wall in the living room. Mm -hmm. So When you go on Crafter, you log in as a buyer. And a lot of times people are like, why do I need a username and a login? It's because you can message and keep track of whatever projects you want to post, right? So you have this form. It's a template you fill out. You can fill out as much or as little of this template as possible. Because sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know, like what material or what, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that. And you want to have a conversation with the artist in that situation. Totally okay if you don't have that. So you fill out as much of it as you want. And you can either send it directly to somebody that you admire on the site, or you just post a general and all the artists that are listed have the ability to, to, to bid on it, to reach out to you and say, this is how much I could do that for. Does that sound good? And then you can have a conversation with them about how it would go. It is a walkthrough process. So you get to check in on a sketch. So if you wanted to see how the painting would look and you're more of a visual person, you could go, okay, I see the sketch. I see where it's going. And then you walk through that process with the artist. So it's not like a, you just pay them and see how it goes. It's a conversation. It's meant to be very inclusive and not scary. (laughs) 
Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I have some of my backgrounds interior design and I have oh. actually had to commission some artists in the past. And so it's nice to hear that process because yes. not every artist is like that, where yes. you get to walk through the creative process with them. There, oftentimes it's, here's the colors Here's the general idea. And then you just get to see the end result. Right. Yes. <laughs> and and for me, that's house. hard. Yeah. That's very challenging for me because I like to know, well, I don't know, I'm more visual person. So they will send you a sketch and say, does this look good? And if you say yes, they move forward and they can send you some updates of how it's coming along. So it's kind of like a progression with the artists that you work with. All right. So paintings is one category. Is there mm-hmm. sculptures? Well, I don't have a sculpture yet. So if you're listening to this and you are a sculptor, yes. <laughs> but it's pretty, it's open to whoever. I'm, I'm trying to look for cosplayers as well. People who do cosplay costumes, trying to think, I mean, it's a whole list. So it's really not restricted to anybody. We have a digital artist. So if you do digital art, that's also an option. What about Yeah, jewelers? it's open. It's open. Do you have any jewelry people? We have one woman that does some jewelry on the site. So yes, jewelry is also a choice if you sell jewelry. Okay. All right. So that gives our listeners a few more ideas about the categories that you currently have, but also yes. who you're looking for. So yes, those we need a woodworker. Who- I have a job for a woodworker. So if you're, <laughs> there's jobs listed. So people will post what they're looking for. And I just tell them I'm working on it. I'm going to get some more members. So we have jobs. <laughs> oh, that's really great. Okay. I often, so when you mentioned uh, calligraphy earlier, I think of weddings often yeah. for that particular piece. So so the fancy invitations or maybe the signs that they place at ceremonies or something along those lines. So is yeah. that okay? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love Michelle. She's one of our members. She did, I call her our sassy calligrapher because she likes to, you know, write fun phrases and calligraphy. She is actually currently doing a commission for a wedding shower where she's going to do a fun mirror for us. So it's drawn right on the mirror. It's going to be reflective. It's going to be beautiful. So yeah, it's all sorts of really cool stuff you can do with calligraphy. You can write it on, uh, I think she's doing ornaments for some people as well, Christmas ornaments. So you can write, write pretty much anything you can write on, she can do for you. Well, that's fantastic. So what is kind of a general time frame of getting an original piece? That is a tough question because it depends on what medium it is. Some are faster than others. And it also depends on how long the artist is out on jobs. So there's an option on the creator's profile to say if commissions are open or closed, depending on how full they are on jobs. So usually what I do is I just ask the artist, I'll say, hey, I'm really hoping because there's a due date on the form. You can say, I would need this by this date. And you can tell the artist when you want it, whether it's a month away or whatever. Usually I say at least a, a month, you know what I mean? Like, probably to give them some time to make it, get all the materials and and mail it to you (laughs) because mail has been interesting mailing things. But yeah, it really just depends on the medium, I think, and where they are. Okay. And are the artists located throughout the United States or in a specific region? They're all with throughout the U.S., Right now, we're Crafter helps both customers and creators in the United States. We do have plans as we grow to hopefully expand internationally, but I wanted to start local. Well, I say local, United States. I wanted to stay within the United States first and get a good community and build from there. That's fantastic. So coming back now to your business style. So 
being a, a corporate person and you kind of stepped out of that role because you started your family, mm-hmm. talk with me about what has it been like adapting to being your own boss? Oh man, that is a whole nother podcast. <laughs> it has been wonderful and a roller coaster at the same time. I think if I'm being completely transparent about it, when I first started, it can be very overwhelming if you're a new business, right? Because they all say that same phrase of you have to wear all the hats, right? Which is not a lie. (laughs) That being said, it can become very overwhelming because you have to learn so much and not only that, but adjust. So is this working? What should I try next? What really needs my focus right now? Who needs what? And of course, I went through a beta launch for the website. So there was a technology side, which... I hired someone to make my website. I'm not going to lie because I am not a tech person. So (laughs) I was... And it's beautiful, by the way. (laughs) Oh, thank you. They did a fantastic job. The company's called Boldest, in case anyone wants to know. But they helped me a lot. And there's a lot of trial and error just with every single piece. So I really want to say to anybody that's considering starting a business, surround yourself with other entrepreneurs and people that'll help you because they will absolutely put it in perspective that it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be a journey. (laughs) And that's really true. And I'll be honest, one of the things that I wish I would have done. So now I've been an entrepreneur 24 years now. Congratulations. Yeah. And one of the things that I wish I would have understood sooner was having a business coach. And the thing is, is that you have a business coach to get you through that time frame and then you get a new one. Yep. And then you get a new one. And so understanding that as your business grows, that you then need to have a new direction with your mentor or business coach so that you understand how to also grow in the current season and not what has solely worked in the past. Absolutely. Because there is a, I don't want to say a ceiling, but like you outgrow, you know, what you might have had struggles with before. You then look back and say, wow, I used to struggle with that. Now I'm on this. And you keep pushing forward and new things happen. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And the excitement of having something new come up as well, right? Yes. I have been pleasantly surprised in a lot of ways, not only because I'm not an expert in every single artistic field. You know, I only know as much as I know. So doing all these lives and learning about these people and artists and how they work and, you know, all the different things that I didn't know about. It's just wonderful to share that with people and learn myself, if I'm being honest. It's also been wonderful to see how supportive my members have been. I was so focused on just cheering them on and building them up and be like, yes, this is all about you, you know? And then they turn around and they help and they support me. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's really nice. (laughs) So it's been really great. Yeah, and having that type of community is really important. So let's kind of dive into that section of the business now because it's technically two parts. You have the consumer reaching out to the artist for original work. And then you also, you are supporting the artist. So you have your website site crafter. And I just want to spell it. It's K-R-F-T-R. Yes. So crafter.com. And that gives uh, the, it's like, think of it as a storefront. (laughs) So it's the quote unquote gallery that you invite people to come into, and then they can start to look around the website. And one of the things that they'll see is what's called showcase. And so go ahead and explain that part. So the showcase is all of the different artist profiles. 
So each profile will show a picture of the artist and what medium they're in and where they're located in the United States. There's also the inspiration page, which if you just, sometimes people just like to scroll and see what their options are. They don't really know what they want. So I made a page where people can scroll all the finished, completed work on Crafter. And if they see something they like, they can hover over it and click on it and it'll redirect them to that artist so that they can decide if they want to work with them. Okay. So there's lots of opportunities and the visual individual. So you have the show and tell (laughs) and you can see what those artists are doing and how they kind of work with you as well. And now you keep talking about interviews. So is there, explain that part. Yes. So I do, most of my interviews are done on Instagram live. So what I'll do is I have a a calendar, it's called Calendly a calendar that people can say if they want to have an interview. Now that is open to not only my members, but anyone in the art community. If they want to join and have me interview them, I will record that interview. And then I post it everywhere on YouTube and (laughs) all the replay all over the place to try to get them some exposure and some eyes on what they do. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. I learn a lot through those. Okay. So, so it's not specific to your members. So if there's Mm -hmm. any artists who are wanting to kind of get a larger reach. Yeah. And so those interviews go on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. you must have a business Instagram page. What is that then? It's crafter custom art connection. I believe it's crafter underscore crafter crafter underscore custom art connection, which I can share all that with you, all my social media. Wonderful. So that'll give me an idea of how to share that information out just a little bit more for those who are interested, those creatives who are wanting to maybe start their own business and get things rolling a little faster than they might otherwise. So even though you have some artists working in certain categories, is it just one of a certain category. So let's just call it oil painting. Okay. So do you have just one oil painter or do you open it up to others? Oh no, we have uh, oil painters, acrylic painters, same thing with drawing because sometimes people will draw pencil or charcoal or whatever. It's really open to any type. So we just ask the customer if they have a preference that on they, when they fill out the form to say, I'd really like this to be made in this medium. Most consumers don't know. And I'm not trying to say that to be mean. I didn't know. You know what I mean? I just say, oh, that looks pretty. (laughs) Can you make that for me? And I leave it blank and talk to the artist and say, what makes sense? I really do believe a lot in giving the artist the ability to share what they feel is appropriate because I'm not the one making it. (laughs) So they help guide me a lot. And any commissions I've done through the site, they have been extremely supportive. Okay. So that's helpful because there are sometimes like, for instance, in an art gallery, you may only have one painter, one sculptor, one jewelry Mm. maker. So the fact that you have multiple types of mediums being shared by multiple artists, I think Mm -hmm. that that's also very helpful in making a decision. And the thing with art is, is that it, it pulls at your heart, right? So when you see somebody's works, So their portfolio, when you see their portfolio and you get kind of a feel of what it is that they can create, you're either really drawn to it or you're not and you move on to somebody else. And that's the thing. So (laughs) having a creative background myself, that's the thing that sometimes is harder for those 
creatives doing the work because in the beginning, if nobody's buying, you feel like, oh, well, it's because I'm not good enough. But the reality is, is that the client that you draw to you, they're just not your ideal person. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a huge piece to understand that with something so personal, like artwork, whatever the creative medium is, whatever that connection is to the artist, and I even reading their story, like understanding how they got started as being an artist. I think that that's a huge piece to this whole process. I agree. That's why I do a lot of promoting the artists from that point of view, because I love to start with the live because then I get to know them because, yeah, they're, of course, I love their artwork. I wouldn't have, you know what I mean? Like if that's easy, you know, that's quick. That's a quick decision. Like you said, you could say yes, no. Of course, I love their artwork, but then I get to know them as a person, which adds more of a connection. So then I do the interview and then I do a member of the month blog. So I'll take them and I'll go a step further and say, this is the things I know about them. These are things that like, you know, put together as they're a great person. And I try to build that story and that connection so that customers go, well, how do I know this person? Does it matter? Why? You know, because they, people like that extra feeling and connection to who they're working with. Yeah. And that handholding process throughout as well helps yeah. the bond between the artist and the customer grow that much yeah. more. It's fun to, to watch that process. Unfold. It really is because we've had repeat customers that once they do one job and they're like, oh, this is, I like this. And then they like that artist because they've had a connection with them. They come back and they hire that artist again. And that's been awesome. So I've been really excited to see that. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you're looking for new artists, woodworkers. Hello. Yeah, specifically a woodworker. We just had a job posted. Another digital artist, if there's anybody listening that does specifically anime, kind of style. I have a couple jobs for that person. I'm trying to think of what else off the top of my head. And then someone who sews. If someone sews, that would be amazing. Like something specific? There's somebody that's looking to repurpose a blanket into pillows. Like a blanket that means a lot to them. They want to make it into a pillow. I guess it's an older blanket. So they're trying to repurpose something. Okay. Oh, that's an interesting idea too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I have someone on there that like crochets and I have an embroidery person, but that's not necessarily, I don't know if they would be able to do that type of job. So we're building the people. (laughs) Well, and I have to say, I would not have thought of somebody who sews as being one of your categories. So it's good to hear. If you can make something, join Crafter. (laughs) And if the tag isn't on there, I literally have it open where people can say, well, because eventually as this grows, it's going to be a big directory. So I have it where if someone says, these tags don't fit my profile, it doesn't really make sense. This isn't what I would call myself. They can send me a request and I just add it. And that way people can look them up by that tag. Oh, that's smart. Yes. Okay. So in regards to new artists coming to, yeah, my mind is just whirling right now. I have so many artistic friends that I'm like, oh, I wonder if this would be good. Hey, tell all your friends, please. That's why I'm doing this. (laughs) So from the process of artists who are wanting to, to kind of talk to you or maybe do an Instagram live with you, what is the best way to get a hold of you? I am the most active. Well, obviously you can email me. So my email is info at crafter.com. You can email me directly or I'm most active on my Facebook page and my Instagram page if I had to choose on social media. So I can send all that to you. But yeah, I'm really 
open to very friendly person. So any questions you have, I've had customers reach out or artists reach out and they have questions or concerns. Or, you know, I had one artist reach out and say, well, what if I can't keep up with the commissions? Like, is that an issue? And I say, you take on as many projects as you want and you're not committed to any project until the customer says yes and pays you. <laughs> That's so, there's no, the pressure, I don't want anyone to feel any pressure. I want it to be a fun, exciting, happy experience because that's really what art is about. <laughs> to have fun things in your life that you can surround yourself with, make you feel good. I so agree with you on that. As an artist, you have a giveaway, a little freebie that you want to share with them. And it's called the five ways to be memorable. Tell me exactly what this is. So I made a free PDF to give to artists that are trying to figure out how to sell online. I noticed I connect with as many artists as I can to just, you know, try to get to know everybody. And I noticed on a lot of profiles, sometimes artists won't have certain key things on their sites to make it very easy for customers to buy from them. So I just made a quick checklist for people to say, do you have all of this to make it really clear, whether it's on Crafter or not, if it's, you know, wherever, is it very clear how customers can go on and buy from you? Because that's a win-win. That's what everyone wants at the end of the day is to be able to share their work, right? So. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So what I'm going to do is in the show notes of the podcast, I'm going to place your website. Okay. Also the five ways to be memorable and also your social media links so that awesome. those who are interested can at least begin to kind of check out, especially your Instagram lives yeah. and hear from some of the artists that you are working with and get a better feel about what's going on. Yeah, so we love that. I think what you're doing, Patricia, is just fantastic and giving support to those who don't necessarily have the business background, but have the extreme knowledge about their creative skills. And I love that you're pulling them all together and giving them that place to be able to showcase their goods. I, it's been absolutely a pleasure. It really has been. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and sharing all of this fantastic information and look forward to posting this podcast for others to be able to listen to. Yes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Fantastic. All right. You've reached the end of another episode of the Balance Your Mind, Body, and Business podcast. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to sign up for my newsletter to receive any free materials I have. Head on over to my website at amystevens.net or take a look at the show notes for more information. If you enjoyed what you heard today and past episodes, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes to be updated on the weekly podcast. And I'd love to have you rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you and see you at the next episode.